0: Welcome Lily to Tits for Your Tenties podcast. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. It's so exciting. Right. I'm very excited to be here and have this conversation. So am I. What are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, so I'll give a bit of an introduction about who I am. Yeah. Um so I am a self-love coach. Um and I basically help women to transform their mindset so that they can fall in love with themselves and their lives and get rid of the like nasty inner critic um that might be kind of harping on at you telling you you're not doing a good enough job. So that's I love kind that, of Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um I think it, it can quite naturally happen without us necessarily realizing So yeah, I'm a self-love coach, so we're going to be chatting all things like mental health, self-love, yeah, all of those good things in your 20s. Huge part of being in your 20s too. Yeah. How did you get into that role? So I would say I got into coaching because I have always wanted to help people. That's been a big part of um, what I've wanted to do. And I personally struggled with mental health for a good decade, I would say, probably from about the age of 14. Um, until about 24, struggling with like anxiety, depression, an eating disorder, all of those things linked. I think when you have mental health problems, they quite often, there's a lot of comorbidity. So having more than one. Yeah. So it was kind of my own struggles and coming out the other side, like going from a place of feeling really down every day and having that really nasty inner critic in my mind, telling me that I wasn't doing a good job and everything like that and the transformation that I've gone through to now of I absolutely love life and I love talking to people and I'm kind to myself um and yeah I just I actually just, like, love myself and oh, that's things that's amazing. Now. I'm so glad, to hear that you've sort of been on that yeah. journey, too. And I guess you can relate, then, to
1: a lot of the people that you're working with... Exactly. Um, ...and that you speak to, and, and I guess yeah. they
0: understand you a lot more as well when you work together. Yes, exactly. That's exactly why I want to do it, because, it's I, you know, I am living proof that people can fall in love with themselves, fall in love with their lives, and I to be able to facilitate that and help other people achieve that is just... Yeah, it's absolutely magical. It's it's life changing for people. So that's kind of what led me led me to it. That's amazing. <laughs> well it's gonna be really nice to have this discussion. And I think
1: people are becoming more aware of mental health issues as well mm. as how we can be kinder to ourselves. Um what do you think some of the reasons as to why people are becoming more aware of that and, and reaching out for help?
0: Mm, I think I think mental health, obviously the numbers show, especially since COVID the numbers have, like, skyrocketed of people struggling with mental health. Absolutely. So I think just the sheer number of people who are struggling, like, that's why it's spoken about more, because there are so many more people struggling. And I also think it's got more... um, It's got more socially acceptable to discuss your mental health. Definitely. So I think there's more people who are struggling because of various things that I'm sure we'll get into later down the line. But also there's more people feeling like they can open up. So I think there is more interest of people to learn, to try and get themselves out of the situation that they might be struggling with at the moment. Absolutely. No, great.
1: Well, we'll, we'll get cracking with our first <laughs> question and topic, yeah. which is, you've spoken about your journey and I know that you have a community that you've built on Instagram. What do you think the impact of having a community
0: online is on the people mm. that are following you? Um, I think just having a community that is like a positive, safe space for people. Yeah. Um, is just it's it's empowering for them to see like kindness and light and love and that positivity in a world that there is a lot of negativity in the news and things so I think having a safe place where you do have people who are very much aligned with self-love and looking after yourself that is so I just think it's very important for people in terms of feeling a sense of Belonging, feeling less alone because Absolutely. they feel heard and seen that, like, I'm not the only one going through this. 100%. Um, and, yeah, it is possible to love myself. So I think it's it's kind of a lot of different things. It's community, it's empowerment, um, it's, like, positivity and uh, what can be quite a negative kind of world so one of the yeah. things that I've spoken about before and I think is so prominent
1: that people don't understand is that they have the power to create their own community. Mm. Whether that's the people that you hang around with in your daily life, your friends and your family, but also the community that you have online with so many people on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you're not being forced to follow anybody. You're not being forced to like anybody's post. And so ensuring that you have a community that you feel really empowered by and that you can open up your phone and not feel a gush of sort of comparisons in your Mm. 20s is really important what do you
0: think yeah I absolutely agree I think I, I definitely resonate with that I think if if you are opening your phone and going on Instagram and then seeing maybe if you're single you're seeing everyone in relationships or Maybe if you're struggling with your body image and you're seeing loads of like skinny people or girls with abs and big bums, Victoria's Secret
1: models, exactly.
0: I think when you do follow people who are maybe they can be like maybe they're your friends or they're people that you aspire to be like. I think that can be detrimental sometimes if it if if it makes you feel down. So I would just say when you are following people notice when you see their posts, what comes up for you. And if it is like a comparison piece or sadness or envy, like just maybe unfollowing them or muting them for your own mental health. Because, yeah, I think who you follow and what you see every day, what you're feeding yourself is so important to mental health. 100%. And I like
1: to have examples of like, I'm 24, I'm in my mid-20s. And an example of this for me was when I decided I was going to create myself a pet business. Mm-hmm. Very, very out there. But I was, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to make some jumpers. I just got my dog for the first, like my first ever pet. And I remember following this brand. I'm not going to say what the brand is because they're incredible. And every time I opened my phone to look at this brand, I felt this, like, why, why have they got that? Mm. I want that life. I want that success that they have. I hadn't put the same amount of effort in as them, but in that moment, it felt so overpowering that I wanted to get to where they were, but in a really negative way. Mm. I wasn't looking at them going, wow, how can I get to that point? It was a lot of envy and a lot of jealousy. Mm. And I think those feelings, a lot of people can also relate with when they open up their phones and want the the life that they can see somebody else has without the bigger picture and perspective yeah we can compare what we have to someone else's and and that's why I think that community is so important that actually if you keep doing that possibly you need to reconsider whether you are
0: following them for the right reasons or not Mm, definitely I think the only other thing I would say is like I sometimes try and obviously it depends what the posts are if if they are just bringing you down but if someone is showing you a life that maybe makes you feel envious like they're going on holidays all the time what I try to do is like view it as inspiration of like proof I can do it too like if I'm seeing someone else achieve those things like that is entirely possible for me as well and trying to use it as inspiration rather than like you're not good enough and whatever else like negative thoughts might come up just trying to like flip it on its head and be like actually this is just showing me what is important what I want to do with my life and the fact that I can absolutely get there too 100% yeah I really really like that (laughs) so when
1: we're on sort of socials, this feeds into my next question, which is all around sort of the pressures. So what pressures do you think that we have in our 20s that will impact
0: how kind we are to ourselves and our general mental health? Um, I think your 20s is just like full of pressure. Yeah, I think it's difficult because everyone is at such different stages. There are people who are like travelling the world or there are people who have just bought a house and have a mortgage or people who are in a relationship, getting engaged, getting married, having babies. Like there is such a big spectrum of what is going on. So I think there is pressure to almost have it all. Like if you see someone having a baby, you're like, oh, like maybe I should be having a baby now because I'm the same age as them or someone else has got engaged, like, I'm not even in a relationship, Yeah. it's that, it's the pressure of, you know, I should be doing well in my career, I should be in a relationship, I should be, like, thinking about having kids, or, but then you should also be wanting to travel the world, and, um, like, living your best single life, um, there's just so many, like, contradictory things that we're yeah. sold, that that puts the pressure on, because, People, we're constantly looking outside in society to tell us what the right thing to do is, where we should be. Yeah. And we forget to actually look inside of ourselves and say, like, what actually matters to me and what feels aligned yeah. to me. But it's because, you know, we're social creatures. We all want to be liked. We all want to do the right 100%. thing. So, yeah, I think there's it's pressures in in every area i, I would remember say.
1: <laughs> I remember in my teaching role um I was very young to be a qualified teacher and Everyone would go to me who was a lot older than me, who were also teachers. They would say, when I was your age, I was going out clubbing every night. Mm. And I was thinking, well, I can't do that. I'm not in a situation where I can do that. But also, do I really want to? The generation above us, our parents, our grandparents, they all lived a completely different life to us. Do you think they understand the pressures
0: that we're actually going through? I don't think so. I think because they haven't lived our experience, mm. they and you know they didn't have social media... Mm. Um, there was so, everything was so different. So, and I also think it was more normal to just like settle down with someone. I think they had different pressures. I think they definitely had pressures to settle down and have children and get married sooner because that was seen as success. Mm -hmm. And I think now where there's like more feminism and things like really being pushed, I think people are now, like women are, almost wanting to do everything like yeah. we're like we need to be great at our career but we need to have babies when we're like at our most fertile because our clock's ticking and and I love that I yeah. love that
1: we want to succeed more yes. and that we want to also be athletes we also want
0: mm-hmm. to be the best in our <laughs> career and and we want to do it all we should be allowed to have it all right yeah of course I think it's just yeah I think the the parents won't understand because they aren't living the experience and they had pressures too, but I think mm. in a very in a very different way. Yeah, um, just make me think: what's life going to be like for our children? Oh my gosh, I know. I I'm a bit scared I'm because of like social yeah. media and all of that. You just don't know. But I think there's so many great. Like there's so much more. The culture is very much more about speaking up. Yeah. and changing things now so I think hopefully it will be good changes we're,
1: we're a bit more aware of the change yeah, as well exactly if if anybody's in sort of like a negative mindset or mind space what can they do and at what point do you start and think right they,
0: I need to get help so I think in terms of the needing to get help if you are in a negative headspace and it's starting to affect like your day-to-day life like maybe you're finding it difficult to shower or you're like you're really struggling to get to work mm. or yeah just you're starting to cancel on friends things like that where you really notice hmm, like this is actually starting to impact my life I think definitely definitely try and reach out and get some help go to your GP they're like a good starting point to get some kind of support um in fact if you don't want to go to your GP you can also um, self-refer um, online on NHS Talking Therapies. Oh,
1: that's amazing that you can yeah, do
0: that. Yeah, it's called iApp Service. So you can just Google and put your postcode in and you can self-refer to get um, some some kind of support. It might be like a digital course. It might be one-to-one therapy. It might be um, like group sessions. But like that is just a little snippet of information that's really useful is... If you are struggling and you're scared to go to your GP or something, you can actually refer yourself.
1: It it can be so intimidating going to your GP. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, even when I have something wrong with me, (laughs) like on a day-to-day, let's say it's like physical wrong with me with like my foot or something hurting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, God, are they going to take me seriously? There's
0: so many bad experiences that I've heard Mm. from people about going to their GP. Yeah, and I think also, like, if it's mental health, it can't be seen. Um, It's not like you can rock up and they can clearly see that you've broken a leg or something. It's like you have to describe what is going on in your mind, Mm. um, which can be really hard if you're confused by that and struggling with it. So to just tell a stranger that can feel really hard. Whereas with the self-referral, you can just kind of pop it in online. You don't have to go through all of the details um and I guess journaling could help with that couldn't it yeah so in terms of um so yeah if just to round that up so if you are like struggling and it's affecting your day-to-day life then definitely reach out to your doctor or to get some sort of support but then if you are kind of like it's never too early I would say to get help Mm. like whether Obviously, not necessarily going straight for the therapy route, but if you can afford to, there's obviously things like uh, BetterHelp Now, yeah. where you can go online and choose your therapist. And I think that's a really great way, um, if it's financially possible, to get therapy at a point before you might be able to access it on the NHS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in terms of actually things that you can just do to help your mental health, I think journaling is very very powerful because it's just getting words out of you it's getting all of your problems and just physically putting them on paper rather than them going around in your head a of miles an hour and you just like trying to battle each and every one that comes up because you are just getting it out in the open you're getting it out of your body so I think journaling is definitely really really powerful Um, I think connecting with friends and family if you can Getting out in nature, moving your body, affirmations are another great thing in terms of uh, journaling. I've heard a lot about affirmations. Mm. Do you wanna like
1: expand what are yes. affirmations?
0: Affirmations are like I am statements, so it can be anything, but what it's kind of used for is it can help you like grow confidence or change a belief that you might currently have. So if in my head I'm always saying to myself, like I'm a failure, everything I do, I'm always like, it never works mm. out for me affirmations will be I am statements that are completely opposite of that so I can do anything I put my mind to like I am successful um, I am worthy of success just any I am statement that is like empowering and anyone can choose whatever it may be whatever they want to feel or believe about themselves basically choosing an affirmation to do that, because by repeating those words to yourself, you're retraining your brain mm. to believe them and register them, which is the most powerful thing. Because you're then not running on this, you know, false belief that you think that you fail at everything. Mm. Because your brain starts to believe, actually, I am successful. So, are that, there any that you use and that you really like? Oh, I mean, I they change all the time based on like what I'm going through. Um, And how I'm feeling. So because of going through a breakup recently, um, one of my favourite ones at the moment is I'm the love of my own life. Love that. Um, And also I can give myself everything I need. Like those two have been very staple for me recently because they are just like reinforcing I think, you know, society and things can tell you someone else is your other half or like Mm. just talking all the time about finding your soulmate, finding the love of your life. And by saying those affirmations, it's like completely taking back my power and saying, you know, actually, I am always going to love myself first. Like I am the greatest love of my life. And yes, I will find someone else who I absolutely adore and love. And probably would consider as, like, the love of my life. But having that relationship with yourself first and then the giving yourself everything you need, it's exactly the same, like, taking back your power. In a relationship, we often look for other people to, like, help us feel happy. Yeah. um, Or fulfil our needs, and it's just saying to yourself, I can do those for myself. So, um, yeah, those are the ways that I've been retraining my brain and using affirmations for my own mental health. Love that, and I I think heartbreak is something that so many people go through in their
1: 20s oh my god yeah whether that's like the extreme highs of finding someone that you really like and then you've got the lows of that heartbreak Mm. and it can be so difficult we rely on that other person so so much Mm -hmm. and I feel like that probably could put somebody into a position where they aren't practicing those Mm self-love techniques and they aren't loving themselves before loving somebody else as well Mm. and I think going through that heartbreak and then realizing okay I need to focus the attention on myself and then to be able to find somebody new who respects that as well Mm. is really really important we especially when you've got into a relationship when you're quite young just out of school you're you're still relying on a lot of people and then you end up relying on the person that you're with to make you happy before you making yourself happy so I think it's really important and definitely very um, amped being
0: in your 20s the sort of heartbreak and how difficult it can be. Mm, I think also there's heartbreak in all sorts of like shapes and sizes it can be heartbreak from like a romantic partner that you were with for a long time it could be heartbreak from someone you dated for like a couple weeks yeah it could be heartbreak from like a friendship that you had for a long time that's hard that that is is really really hard and it's not something that's often spoken about but I think it definitely happens a lot in your 20s you know you've got friends from school or friends from uni um and different parts of your life and you know sometimes you don't align with them anymore and like no. that's okay mm. but yeah I don't think I think there's heartbreak in many different shapes and definitely forms. I like that I'm such a nostalgic person and I'm
1: always thinking about the past I'm always thinking about the good memories mm. and so it can be really hard then to let go of a friendship or let go of those memories that that you feel quite warm about Mm. and that in itself is like dealing with a breakup isn't Mm -hmm. it because you're like I'm never going to get that life back I'm never going to get those memories back and it's learning to then cope with that and move on with your life Mm. and and when you have friends who are in school it's you're usually put in a place together to make friends and then that's it whereas you have to find people you match with later in life and then those connections are probably better than they were in school.
0: Well, you change so much Mm -hmm. from when you were in school, like the person you were in school versus the person you are in your 20s is very different. So it's quite, I would like to say, like, it's very normal to drift away from people. It's very normal to uh, lose contact with people, feel like you don't connect with them so well. And that's no issue on you. Like, it's not a fault with you. It's just... People do grow apart because everyone's working out who they are. Absolutely. And it's fine if you don't align with people anymore um, and just trying not to internalise it as if there's something wrong with you. It's just we're all we're all growing and learning and changing. And sometimes that means drifting apart from some people. As Yeah, as hard as it can be. We touched on a minute ago um, about therapy.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like so many more people are happy to talk about therapy as a way of letting out a lot of emotions, talking about our days, talking about what's going well in our lives. But also, there's so much stigma still that when you go to therapy, there has to be something wrong. There has to be some Mm -hmm. sort of trauma that you've had. How can we overcome that
0: stigma, and what's your opinion on therapy? I think everyone should have therapy. Um, Yeah, I think everyone should have therapy. I think it can be great as a preventative mechanism rather than you know necessarily waiting until you've got an issue because if you go to therapy before you have an issue you're only going to learn the coping skills to help you to manage your mental health and to stop it potentially going down um like into struggling with it so I definitely think everyone should go if you can access it and it is very powerful it's it's not as scary as you might think I think um We have a lot more power now to choose like Mm. obviously i said earlier about better help you can choose someone who you feel is less scary like who you resonate with more maybe but i think just removing the stigma of it is you have to wait until you're ill or it is for people who are really really struggling like on the i'm not ill enough piece i think anyone it's open and available to anyone Mm. and it can be helpful for anyone as well you don't have to you really don't have to be struggling because even just having someone to talk to or like I said learning coping skills so that in the future you 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 don't necessarily struggle where you might do because things pop up for all of us like life is not linear and it's not always simple there's always going to be harder times and therapy might just help you to you know, um, manage those in a better way. Yeah. I think, I think just reminding yourself that you're doing it for your, your best interests and it is, it's like a loving and caring thing for yourself. Um, and what other people think is not important. If, if it's something you feel called to, then absolutely, um, reach out and go and find that. Reminding yourself if people have a problem with it, like that's their own, exactly it's it's their own it's what they've been told or sold about therapy it's they might not understand it properly so just reminding yourself like you know what is best for you Mm. and like you know the mental space that you're in no one else can tell you what is the right thing to do what's the wrong thing to do no one can shame you for essentially choosing to look after yourself like if anything that is something to hugely celebrate Mm. um And if someone is shaming you for that or making you feel bad for it, then I would just say, don't listen, block them out because you know, you know best. I think that's really, really important as well. Just talking about
1: other people's opinions on things. I personally have been on my own journey over the last year and a half, possibly, of a lot more self-awareness and self-development and that along my sort of journey that I've been on I noticed a lot of people weren't as happy for me as I thought that they would be and I guess that's the same for somebody who's looking to dive into some self-love and looking at different techniques people aren't going to be happy for you along the way not everybody has your best interest at heart and being able to understand that you're not doing it for other people you're doing it for yourself is so important too Mm. Um, going on that journey is hard and you might change your priorities you might change what you like and dislike and the people in your life that care for you and who you want around, hopefully they'll they'll respect that too. And and then that's where you possibly need to decide going back to community, who you have in your life and who you don't.
0: Um, mm. And it's a
1: hard reality, actually, that one. I found that really difficult. It really
0: is. I've definitely um, drifted from friends just purely based on the fact that I really sat down with myself and I, I try and look uh you know does someone celebrate my achievements are they supporting me when I spent time with them when I walk away how do I feel mm. like do I feel happy and excited and like warm and fuzzy and all fulfilled or do I actually feel drained and yeah. um like sad or just like I've got a bit of a knot in my stomach um because the five people they say like the five people you surround yourself with the most are the ones that you're like made up of oh, so I love that. It's like, it's very powerful who you choose to have around mm. and everyone is deserving of love and support and community to feel safe, you know, to share things and not be judged. So I would just say, yeah, absolutely. Who you surround yourself by is so important. And if someone isn't supporting you, if they are making you feel rubbish, then Maybe trying to implement some kind of distance there, or maybe choosing to share those things with other people who do celebrate yeah. um, with you. So you definitely yeah. shouldn't let that stop you from starting your journey. Absolutely, and I don't not. think there's a there's an age where you should start.
1: Some people might have the realization, right? I want to make a difference now, and others might do it at 29 years old. Mm-hmm. They might do it in their 30s, and that's absolutely fine. Don't force yourself to make a jump that you're uncomfortable with. And I've shared over the past couple of weeks how I've been on a bit of a lower alcohol journey myself. And I've been looking into possible ways of which I could limit my alcohol intake. And I know a couple of people have sort of raised an eyebrow at that and gone... Oh like that's a bit boring. Mm-hmm. And it made me think oh mm. oh maybe I shouldn't do it. Yeah. But I think that's the worst
0: way that you can let somebody influence your life when you're trying to make a positive change. Yes. Yeah, I think I mean I would say sometimes you making positive changes can trigger something inside someone else. Mm-hmm. So you making a positive change or you starting a business can trigger someone else because they it's triggering inside of them like that's something I want to but yeah. I'm I'm scared to Not kind in of a position go there where I can, yeah. yeah or I don't feel like I can do it and I just think it's it is it is important to really notice that rather than yeah. stop yourself from making that next step mm, exactly just. yeah rather than holding back because of someone else's opinion and especially I understand I went through exactly the same thing with alcohol like even during uni I didn't really drink Mm. and I would definitely get comments about like being boring and things like that but it's it's what different people enjoy and it's how different people want to live their life and there is no right or wrong no exactly if alcohol doesn't feel good to you then that's absolutely fine like it, the people who care about you and the people who are genuine and loving just love spending time with you regardless of whether, whether you drink you're drunk or, or not yeah exactly and and it's just trying to remember that um,
1: you can definitely get on the other side of it though where you've gone through your journey and then somebody wants to pinpoint something you did years ago when oh you Oh god were, yeah and that's quite difficult when yeah. somebody said oh do you remember when you used to do that and you want that part of your life sort of done with and you've moved on and it's learning to go, okay, yeah, that's that's what I did before mm-hmm. and that's who I was as a person and I've I've evolved and I've developed to who I am now yeah. and not letting that affect you as well. Yeah. Because some of the things we do are embarrassing and of I God. know that I've spoken before about council, a council culture. What we've done in the past shouldn't define who we are
0: now. No. We it's, should grow and learn from it. Exactly, and especially when you're in your 20s, like who you were when you were like 17, 18 and then who you are going to be in your early 20s in your mid 20s in your late 20s they're all going to be different people and they're all going to like different things because you do learn and you do grow and and that's normal and you can't be judged for something that you did 10 years ago Mm -hmm. you know oh you used to get really drunk at parties and now you don't drink at all and it's like because because I've I've taken a step back and I've realized alcohol doesn't make me feel good yeah and so that's a decision that I've made for myself. It's not, um, it's not like I've lost who I am. Like I'm finding out who I am, if anything. We're on a constant journey. Mm. There isn't an age that you go, at 19,
1: no. you are who you are for the rest of your no. life. It is okay to go yeah. on that journey. It's okay to find who you are and practice that self-love mm. every single day. Why shouldn't you love yourself? Why shouldn't you do things that enable you to love yourself more? Mm-hmm. It's um yeah it can be it it can be quite sad when you can see someone whos wants to go on that journey, but like you said, there's so many different routes that you can go down to help yourself, whether that is just starting with some journaling or going and getting help from somebody else or talking to a friend or family that mm. that can help to ease you into that next step to mm-hmm, to definitely. get to where you want to
0: be yeah, I think I know we touched on social media being a negative thing, well, we've kind of spoken about it being both, but I also think if you're struggling, a good place to start is finding people on social media that do bring positivity and light and are kind of resonating. Maybe they've been through what you're going through now yeah. and using that as like light and hope. And mm. yeah, you can definitely use that almost as help. And online, there's a lot of self-help things as well. 100%. So There are so many things out there that yeah. you can do to um yeah, look after your mental health, whether that is reaching out to a therapist or starting journaling. Yeah. it's just On really social bored. media,
1: something that I've noticed more and more is how authentic people are coming, becoming. So it was a, a, a big thing of, yes, a lot of people do only share the highlight reels. But what I've liked to see is people sharing the lows, mm-hmm. people sharing when they are crying, when they are in a really sort of negative space and how they've overcome that as well. I think that's been quite nice to see because we are all human and that person that you follow will still have bad days, will still have boring days, Mm -hmm. will still be unproductive. Yes. And our imaginations can go wild sometimes, imagining them on the pedestal of positivity 100% of the time when Mm -hmm. actually they
0: do have the bad times. that's been quite nice to see. Yeah, definitely. I think even in like the role that I'm in, I am obviously a self-love coach. That doesn't mean every single day for me is happy and great. You know, there's always going to have, there's always going to be down days Mm -hmm. for every single one of us because we're human and that's part of it. And if you didn't experience like the downs, you would never be able to really fully experience the happiness because happiness would basically be neutral. So it's like everyone is experiencing like the human experience. We're all going through tough times sometimes. We all have happy times and it is good to have people show you know they're in their dressing gown at 11am or like whatever with no makeup because they've been like they didn't sleep last night just that real realistic insight into what actually goes on because yes maybe they post an influencer picture where they've got all their makeup and their hair done and it took them five hours to get ready for it and a thousand photos but Also, they are a human who pops to the shop in their pyjamas to get a coffee or whatever it is. Exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think um, it's quite nice as well. Something that I have been really diving into is that self-awareness so that in the evening I can go, yeah, that was a bad day. Mm. So I'm not ignoring it. I'm going, I know today was challenging, but what am I going to do differently tomorrow to try and make it a bit better? Mm. And... Uh, something I've been sharing as well is a massive skin journey I've been going on and I'm very open with it on my social media I'm not going to hide who I am and what I'm going through at the moment because that's real and it's like those two things coming together to go okay I'm going to be real on a day-to-day basis to help other people to help myself to love myself and continue to reflect on that so that Mm. I can grow as a person every day as well because there was a point where I wouldn't show my my skin on social media there was a point where I felt embarrassed and people would judge me and over time like practicing that self-awareness I thought who's this helping it's not helping me because I'm just Mm. getting more and more embarrassed and it's not helping others because they think that my skin is perfect all the Mm. time or they might think the wrong thing Mm.
0: I think being authentic as well is so freeing for yourself Mm. because it removes like shame obviously is is a really like it can feel like a really horrible emotion because it's like hiding feeling like You are a bad person, basically. Absolutely. And and when you are just open and honest and you say those things and you are who you are, that is so much more empowering and it helps you to be so much more accepting of yourself and self-loving. And by doing that and showing that you are showing other people like it is okay to love yourself and that that is like the best message that you can send, I think.
1: I agree. I love that. Stress and burnout. Mm -hmm. Burnout, I have spoken about quite a bit and I relate burnout a lot to work, but we can relate burnout in in so many different ways. But how
0: do stress and burnout affect us and our self-love and our mental health? I think, I mean, stress and burnout are just very, like. I guess they are like mental health issues in a way, obviously not in terms of like a diagnosis as such, but being really stressed and being really burnt out, you're going to feel exhausted and very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And like your mental health essentially is just like, what are your thoughts and your actions? Like what's going on in your mind? And when you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you're burnt out, obviously it's not going to be very nice in your head because you're thinking, I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And there's so many things on your mind. So I think it's, they're just, they're so interlinked, the two the two like so what sort of symptoms and things
1: could you recognize to go okay I need to take a step back and look Mm. for this 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 and that maybe might help me to understand that I'm burnt out and I need to make a change
0: I think like exhaustion just feeling so tired yeah like just tired even if you haven't done yeah maybe that much exactly like even if it's just yeah even if all you've done is like gone to the office that day and driven home like what you you just feeling absolutely burnt out like I can't do anything else yeah. um, and I also think just like the overwhelm in your mind of being like sending you a thousand things at once yeah and yeah sometimes it can feel like a physical like anxiety in your body where because you, you're just so switched on yeah all of the time because you're like I need to do this you've just constantly got that like to-do list and like I don't know like a soldier in your brain being like you need to do this this and this so I think those would be the main symptoms: is just like extreme tiredness and overwhelm mentally. One of the things that I never knew related to burnout
1: was illness. Mm-hmm. Um, I found my immunity when I was in my teaching role was extremely low. I mean, I was around children, which <laughs> a that wasn't I like- Jones, <laughs> but burnout. I I was constantly ill. I was picking yeah. up bugs. My immunity was really low. I wasn't looking after myself with nutrients that I needed and and so if you're somebody possibly that is getting ill quite a lot that might be something to look into to think Mm -hmm. okay is this because I'm not looking after myself and I've got burnout
0: from that Mm, definitely I think well when you have like high levels of uh stress hormone in your body for a long period of time it does Affect your immune system, Mm. so absolutely. If you're getting ill all of the time, then you're constantly in fight or flight. Exactly, and your your body just constantly feels like it's firefighting. So that's why you get ill a lot because your body is just like I can't I can't cope with this. Mm. Like there's too much going on. Um, I've seen it as well where some some people have got the dream job. It's what they've
1: always wanted. You know, you think about it in London in one of the high offices, and it looks beautiful it's everything that they thought they wanted and then they get into that role and they have burnout and it's being able to identify that and it's being able to say okay this this wasn't for me and that's okay mm mm-hmm. that the one path that you thought that you were going down that has led you to maybe a negative space it's okay
0: to then choose something else isn't it yeah absolutely i think you never know what something is going to be like until you've done it mm-hmm. and there's no there's no shame in trying something and It's not a failure to, like, try something and it not work out. Like, it actually is braver to walk away than to stay, trying to, you know, fight through the stress and the burnout. I think questioning as well, is this what I want my life to look like? If you're not enjoying it and you are spending a lot of time in burnout and stress, is that how you want to live your life going forwards? And if not, just evaluating what changes you can make. Definitely.
1: Definitely. It's, it definitely goes back to the expectation and the pressures that we put on ourselves. And there's definitely a lot of people saying you must be working a nine to five to be mm-hmm. happy. You must be doing um, on a certain salary. And the reality is everybody's expectation is different. Everybody's happiness and success is defined in a different way. One person might be happy to be on a certain salary for the whole of their life and not move up the ladder, which is absolutely fine. But on the other end, some, there might be somebody who wants to move up the ladder because that's how they determine their success. Mm-hmm. So I think as well, you cannot compare your journey to somebody else's. And if you do start doing things that you don't want to do because you think that's the expectation, that's when burnout can happen as well. Mm. Okay, let's move on to like our very last question. And I think this is going to really help people who are wanting something to take away with them right now. So if somebody's sitting here listening going, I feel like I might have burnout, I'm in a really bad negative space, not quite wanting to reach out to a therapist, not quite wanting to speak to anybody. What can I do right now or a
0: few things that I might be able to do right now that's going to help me to get into a better place where I can love myself? I think um, one of the first things I'd say in terms of being kinder to yourself is starting to get awareness of your self-talk. Like, what are the thoughts that are going on in your brain? Uh, is is your are your thoughts saying to you, you know, you're not doing a good enough job, or just being very critical? And trying to notice that, and replace those thoughts with a more compassionate voice. Mm. Of um, you know, it doesn't have to be like I love you. I think you're amazing. Like even just being like, yeah, today today's been hard, and like you've done a good job. Mm. Or um, rather than saying like, oh, you're an idiot. You missed the turning. Uh, you know, you're you're turning. Just saying like, okay, like that's okay. It's fine. Absolutely. These things happen. So I think definitely checking your self talk mm. and just when you do notice it coming up as being very negative, just trying to switch it for something more compassionate. And and if you struggle to connect with that, I would say the whole, what would you say if a little kid made the same, like had the same situation Mm. or your best friend was in the same situation? The likelihood is you are going to be very kind and loving and supportive to, you know, a young child or your best friend and so by asking yourself that question, it can help you be kinder because you do recognise, oh, okay. I'm being quite harsh on myself. Mm-hmm. And and I deserve, I am equally deserving as a best friend, a child, mm. anyone. We're all deserving of being kind to ourselves. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good place to start, just noticing what's going on in your brain. Another um, really good thing that I like to do is asking yourself the question like what do I need right now mm. and an answer will come up you might not know like where it comes from <laughs> but something will come up inside of you if you just say to yourself like what do you need right now or like what can I give you and I think that's really powerful because you're checking in with yourself yeah so if you are stressed like and str- struggling with burnout that could be something like I need a break like I need to I need to rest and it's being able to then give yourself that thing. And it's not pushing it in, yeah. oh, in, in a week's time I'm going to have that mm-hmm. rest. If you need it now, you need it now. Yeah, y- y- That's okay. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, if you're at a nine-to-five job, you might not be able to be like, okay, see you later, guys. I need a nap, so I'm just going to pop in, like, go around the corner and have a sleep on the sofa. But, like, as soon as you can give yourself that thing, allowing yourself to do it, or if there's something you could do in the interim like just going outside and just getting some fresh air. Yeah. I think that's that is very powerful in terms of being kind to yourself because you are learning to listen to yourself. You're giving yourself what you need and that builds trust mm. like within you. Definitely. So yes, that's another thing I would say. Um yes, yeah, so I think celebrating yourself and celebrating your achievements even if if you're struggling with stress and burnout or if you're struggling with your mental health and you are, it is hard for you to get out of bed or it's hard for you to have a shower celebrating yourself just mm-hmm. being like well done like i've done a good job or um one of the things that i've been doing recently is like make a celebration jar of like little ideas of Love that um ways to celebrate yourself and each week just pick out something and it might be something really small like saying well done like mm-hmm. you're doing really well or it could be something like go and buy myself a coffee or, a, or some flowers or anything that feels like celebration for you maybe it's having a bath Yeah, um, I think that's a really good way of being kind to yourself we, we
1: forget to celebrate the small things mm-hmm. that happen in our lives people definitely think that it has to be big it has yes. to be a huge success and then yeah. you can go out for drinks or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. but there are small goals that you achieve every single day that you should be celebrating and for yeah. some people that might just be getting outside the house and going for a walk and doing some exercise and others it might be getting a promotion in your job those things are all successes as long as it means something to you yep. and as long as it's something uh, like a goal ticked off for you
0: yeah exactly yeah I think that it, it de- there definitely is the culture of like oh like let's go out and have a good time because you graduated or you got a promotion and and it is learning to celebrate yourself every like every day, every week mm. because you are always worthy of celebration like there's always you're always going to have done something that's great yeah and 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 different days that will look different some Mm. days that will be getting out of bed other days it will be a promotion and other days it will be like anything in between It's there's a whole spectrum but definitely learning um to celebrate yourself as well I love that (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on today to talk about everything self-love I
1: think your 20s such a difficult time and you go through such a journey and everybody's at different stages but we all need to know and remember what we can do to love ourselves Mm -hmm. more and to remember that there are people out there that can help us Mm -hmm. um to make those changes as well so no I really appreciate it and I will link everywhere that people can consume like your information on your community I know you've got your own podcast too which people can listen to what's that called Uh, it's
0: called the everyday goddess podcast and and you talk about all different things don't you yeah so that is um it's it's to do with like we call we say healing and like stepping into your power but it's also stuff that's really relevant and helpful for just everyday life so like the past couple of um episodes have been like one is about boundaries Mm -hmm. which is really important you know like we were talking about earlier with stress and burnout setting boundaries is really really helpful for that because if you aren't saying yes to everyone you are then protecting your time and the time that you do have you can spend on you know relaxing chilling out not running around trying to make everyone else happy yeah and yeah we just have lots of different episodes that are about trying to help people live their best life mm-hmm. essentially and and that can be in all sorts of things we definitely have spoken about like our relationships with alcohol and the things we manage to um with that and body image and body confidence like everything <laughs> literally yeah anything that everything. you can think of that it's just helpful personal development um because i think yeah everyone is looking to improve and live their live live their life the best that they can so um yeah the podcast is all of those things <laughs> love it no well thank you very much for coming and um yeah
1: we'll hopefully talk more about how we can look after our mindsets and our mental
0: health and help everybody in their 20s yes honestly I feel like you could talk about it for hours I know. and hours and hours But exactly well, yeah definitely thank you so much for having me it's been no, such a good conversation it's been great thank you <laughs>